G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Out of all of the capital cities in Australia, which one do you think is the most Christian? Could it be Perth? What about Adelaide or Brisbane? Sydney, Melbourne, maybe. Well, ever since the last census results... There's been much discussion about the decline of religion in Australia, with the total stating no religion increasing from 187 to 22.3% over the five years in the lead-up to the 2016 census. Now, additionally, the decline in the total identifying with a Christian denomination was decreasing from 64% down to just 61%. Let's talk about some numbers here, and perhaps your city might be the most Christian in Australia. Let's talk to Mark McCrindle, who leads McCrindle Research, an award-winning social researcher and best-selling author, back with us today. Hello, Mark McCrindle. Welcome back to 2020. Oh, Thanks, Neil. Great to be with you. Mark, you're skilled in analysing data, and even though there was a decline when these sorts of things were measured at the last census, I suppose it's no reason to feel as though the sky is falling. In fact, Australia is still quite religious. Yes, and we might think that a big city like Sydney is, uh, you know, people are too busy for uh, religious things, or maybe it's a more secular place. But actually, it's the most religious city uh, if we start with that broad category of religion because it's got the lowest proportion of all our capitals uh, of people saying no religion. Nationally, 30% of Australians said no religion. In Sydney, it was less than 25%. Uh, So significantly smaller proportion of people saying no religion and slightly above the the average of people saying Christianity, just over 52%. Um, Brisbane uh, was very close second. In fact, 54% of all Brisbane residents uh, identified one denomination or other of Christianity, um, but uh, slightly higher uh, no religion uh, performance than, than Sydney. So, yeah, so pretty, pretty Christian uh, places, both Sydney and Brisbane, and above the national average. And you contrast that to Hobart, which is the least Christian city, where the total... Um, four in, in ten, almost forty, more than forty percent said no religion, and uh, and Christianity was at just thirty-seven percent in Hobart. So quite a big range of data as you move across our capital cities. So have you got a list there uh, from top to bottom? You've got Sydney number one, the most religious city in the country. Brisbane was number two. Uh, which ones did you say were other places on the list? Have you got have you got them in order at all? Yes, well, Melbourne came in next, um, just slightly below Brisbane and Sydney in terms of Christianity. So around half of all residents saying Christianity was their, was their religion. Uh, then we moved down to um, Perth, where it was 33%, so quite a, a big drop there. Adelaide at 31%. 
Um, uh, and uh, the other area, oh, I'm just looking here at, at particularly the capital city areas. I mentioned Hobart at about the 37%. That was just the, the city area. Um, and, and Darwin as well, pretty low and, and roughly in there with, with Hobart in terms of Christianity. So the East Coast capitals are where we see Christianity uh, in, at its height. Um, and some of the smaller capitals, um, uh, lower proportion of people saying Christianity. Mark, how about the Christian denominations? Uh, how did they fare? No doubt, some better than others, and we know that some perhaps have an ageing population, and there are all sorts of things that are variables, no doubt, but uh, which ones are vulnerable and which ones are strong? Does your research find out that sort of detail? It does. So the census, if we recall, doesn't have Christianity as a single box, which is interesting because there's one box for Hinduism, one box for Islam and Judaism uh, and Islam. Uh, but when it comes to Christianity, there's just denominations, which does make it confusing to analyze. And I think does impact a little bit on the, uh, on the responses, because the fact is most Australians, when they're thinking about their faith, they say, well, yeah, I'm a Christian, you know, particularly those who, well, even those who do go to church, we're not in an era anymore of strong denominationalism. Some people might know or identify with Anglicanism or Uniting Church or uh, Baptist, but a lot more don't. So that's a little bit of a challenge with the census construction. But, but nonetheless, if we just think about those actual single box responses, the biggest uh, response overall was no religion at 30%. Next on the list was Catholic at 22%. After that, Anglican, and this is nationally, at 13%. So we can see that Catholic is by far the biggest uh, faith response. Anglican, you know, w well below that. And then you've got Uniting Church at 3.7%. You've got Christian, but not further defined. There might be some denomination or other that people enter into the box there. That's at about 2.6%. And all of that comes before Islam, then at just under the 2.6% mark, and Buddhism and others after that. So it really is dominated after no religion by Catholic, Anglican, and then some of the, the other denominations are following after. So when you're talking nationally, the percentage that identify as Pentecostal or Salvation Army or Seventh-day Adventist, they actually saw no real decline uh, from those census figures. In fact, uh, they maintained their strength. Uh, is, that the, is that the case? That is the case. So take Pentecostal. Now, it is a fairly small box. Some people don't think they might even go to a Pentecostal church, but they just know their church as its name. It might be Hillsong or it might be, you know, another name. Um, there's, there's not even the option of, um, of ACC, as some people would know, at Australian Christian churches. Uh, so, so people are stuck to these boxes that the Australian Bureau of Statistics has prepared. Nonetheless, Pentecostal last time around was 1.1%. Same this time, and that's saying something because almost every other denomination did drop significantly in percentage. Now that means that actually there were more people saying Pentecostal now as five years ago. Um, so, so there's certainly growth and strength there, and uh, there were very few groups that actually um, 
increased their numbers uh, over the last five years. So uh, so strong performance there for the uh, Pentecostal churches. Now, the two dominant Christian identities, uh, the Catholic Church and the Anglican Church, was there anything really surprising or how do these numbers sort of present themselves today? Because oftentimes when people think of Sydney, they think Anglican Church, but that's not necessarily the case. No, that's right. And, you know, the Anglican Church is very different in how it looks and, and its style um, across Australia. The different dioceses have very different approaches. Some are more, uh, you know, similar to, to a Catholic uh, approach and others very evangelical. Um, that, that may have had some impact, just that diversity on the, on the numbers, because the total proportion of Australians saying Catholic dropped three percentage points from 25% to 22% the Anglicans uh, dropped four percentage points from 17% to to 13%, and this is uh, over the five years from um, 2011 to 2016. So so a fair drop in both of those. In fact, this census was the first time that Catholic fell off the top. It's always been the number one response. No religion overtook it, as it did in every state and territory. So, uh, So clearly, secularism is where the growth is. Um, some decline in the major uh, denominations, but uh, particularly in some of those smaller uh, denominations, we mentioned Pentecostalism, and indeed in the ethnic churches, a lot of growth. So it's not a it's not one way traffic by any sense. Interestingly, when you say secularism, the big winner, because when people talk about the rise of the nuns, the people that tick the no religion mm. box. Is that really aligned with this idea of what it is to be secular, to say, I'm not religious, I don't believe that there is a supernatural God? Uh, How do you see that sort of comparison? Yes, well, we surveyed this in our faith and belief study, and when we asked people who said no religion is their view, we we put options to them, tell us more about that, and the biggest response Almost half of them said that they preferred science and and an evidence-based approach. We're in an era where science is the ultimate truth uh, that that gets put before us. Um, At least that's what's positioned. And people will say, oh, I I believe the science, I accept the science. So wherever we turn, uh, it seems that science is the thing to put uh, our full trust in. And if anyone denies the science, then they're a denialist. And, uh, and so we, we clearly have seen science grow in its strength and, uh, and in its uh, uh, public affirmation as well. In some ways, it's got some of the elements of, of a faith these days, which is sort of strange. But that's clearly where the dominant perspective is, that people... Um, are looking for an evidence base and, uh, and, and so they say science is, is what they're into. Um, another one in five in the no religion group say that religion is a crutch for the weak. It's not something that they want for that reason and 14% say religion is outdated and traditional. So they were the big responses as to why people are choosing no religion. We've got science, scientism, you, you might say, as, as a key and dominating worldview. And, uh, and therefore people see that science and faith are in contention, which, you know, in so many ways they're not. But nonetheless, uh, a lot of secular minds have, have said, forget faith. Um, I'm into evidence, therefore I'm into science. And Mark, when you're doing this sort of research and drilling down into cities and communities, uh, taking the biggest city as we've been talking about, Sydney, as being the most religious city in Australia... 
when we say it's the most religious city, but uh, the uh, drilling down deeper and deeper really even brings into uh, some of the differences within one city where there are people who are more religious than others. Uh, how does that sort of thing work uh, when you're talking Sydney? And I think we're talking about the southwest of Sydney being more spiritual mm. than uh, perhaps the northwest. That's right, and the southwest, and you find this in the western suburbs of Melbourne as well, um, is where actually there's a higher proportion of residents saying Christianity as well as saying other religions because they're very multicultural parts of our cities. In fact, in Sydney, almost two in five residents uh, speaks a language, uh, sorry, it was born overseas, and, and almost half of those in Western Sydney speaks a language other than English at home. So very culturally diverse. And with that, you get different religions. You also get strong adherence to Christianity as well, both the Catholic and uh, Protestant um, denominations. Uh, and so that does play out strongly in Sydney and Melbourne and, and does make them you know, less likely to say no religion um, than some of our other cities. Um, but it, it means you know, they're, they're very diverse places, not only culturally but religiously as well. Well, Mark McCrindle, great getting your insights because when you couple not only the census results but also the research that you've done with the faith and belief uh, studies uh, and all sorts of other studies that you're also bringing into it, it just sheds a lot of light on Australia's Christianity, Australia's religiousness more broadly. Uh, Mark McCrindle, who leads McCrindle Research, let me point people to the website, mccrindle.com.au. And no doubt you'll be able to find some more details, even about what we're talking about today. Mark McCrindle, thanks so much for taking some time to share your thoughts with us on 2020. You're very welcome, Neil. Thank you. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.